You're listening to the Aligned Action Podcast, the show that helps baffled beginners and even experienced entrepreneurs set intentions, attract ideal clients, and make meaning and money using real-life examples, an interactive teaching style, and in-episode experiences. I'm your host, Chantelle, an educator-turned-web designer and aligned business mentor at Clear Quartz Creative. Together, we'll get past your playing small patterns and transform your all-over-the-place ideas into exciting possibilities so you can get the clarity you want, have the alignment you need, and embody the steps to grow your business your way. So take a deep breath, settle in with intention, and let's get into today's episode. This is episode three of the Aligned Action Podcast, and the topic today is the first of the Playing Small Pattern series, Failure Fixation. This is a tough one. Hey, this one's actually a personal favorite of mine, if you can call it that. The fear of making mistakes or the fear of failing is what we're talking about here in this pattern, and it's completely normal. I cannot stress this enough. I know it feels like you're the only one who is feeling this, but that's that's just not the case. The fear of, of making mistakes and, and of failing, it can express itself in all sorts of ways. You might have fears around launching something new. You might be afraid of getting more focused in your niche. You might have fears around choosing not to keep working with clients that don't align. Or on the other hand, you might be feeling like your brand colors were a mistake or you shouldn't wait to hire team members and that's a mistake. Worrying about making decisions that that might turn out to be mistakes or failures is normal. And so you want to be prepared for what to do when these fears come up and you're feeling fixated on the potential for failure or mistakes. Here's what I've learned so far about tackling this one. First, it's important to train yourself to process your fear by actually feeling it. Because what you think is feeling your fear might actually be thinking your fear. Thinking my feelings instead of feeling my feelings is classic Chantal behavior. (laughs) Even in planning this podcast, I got into a fear mindset of, am I putting in all this work for no one to listen to it? This is not a new fear for me. This is something that's come up in multiple points of my entrepreneurship journey. I'll tell you a little story. When I was in the yoga business before I had Clear Quartz Creative, I had signed up to be to have a yoga booth like at a festival. I had recently expanded the business into having uh, what I called self-care kits, which were like little subscription boxes, except they were one-off purchases. I'd come up with four different types and I had bought the inventory and put together 20 of each of those four types. So I showed up to this booth early in the morning with all of my supplies for the whole day because you can't leave your booth. and, And I had 80 boxes with me. I set myself up and I was all proud of my setup and I stacked the boxes on the table. My laptop set up to be capturing leads to my free yoga course and I talked to people all day long. Everyone kept walking by and saying, oh, this is such a great idea and oh, I love your branding and your website is so beautiful. See, hear the hint there? I probably probably should have been listening to that. But at the end of the day, I had sold zero of those boxes. I share this story because I know, you know, your eyes probably just widened or your jaw dropped a little bit. And that's, that's the point. I want you to know that I was no different than you. I am no different than you. These things happen. How I handled it back then was I got 
angry. I got angry with myself. I got angry with the situation. I felt like it had been a mistake to launch that product in the first place. I felt like it had been a mistake to even pay for a booth because on top of selling nothing, of course, I'd paid to <laughs> paid to be there. And I felt pretty terrible. I felt jealous of other booth owners who I could see in my peripheral vision making sales all day long while I sold nothing. And I felt really, really less than. I didn't have tools back then to cope with it aside from a pretty strong daily meditation practice. But even then I had a lot of, you know, intrusive thoughts of this, this little business, well, not little, this, that's minimizing, but this business failure intruded into those meditations. I, I wouldn't say that I had, you know, a system for how to handle this. So fast forward a few laters to now as I'm planning the podcast, even though I got into that fear mindset for a little bit of, am I putting in all this work for nothing? Is this podcast going to be a failure or a success? I noticed myself having those feelings of fear. And that was the very first step of feeling that fear more than thinking that fear. And so to help myself do that, you know, I did, I did a lot of things. I, I talked it over with my team. I shared what it was that I was feeling. I took extra naps. I stopped forcing myself to work and I paused and I, I took a break from planning episodes. I took a break from recording episodes. I drank more water. I went on more walks. I read more fiction. I sat with my fear and I named it. And that's what I'm recommending that you do as well when this failure fixation pattern comes up for you. So as an example, that, that's not from my own business. I'll have you imagine for a second that you are a friendship coach. You have the idea of starting a group program. Maybe you've been hosting events up to this point and you feel kind of confident about those, but you haven't translated that confidence into other ideas that you have. Maybe you're afraid that people know you for events and that it might be a mistake to expand so soon. Or you're thinking maybe it's a mistake to do this new group program at this time. Maybe it's going to confuse my audience. What if no one's interested in the group program? What if I fail? Maybe I'll feel embarrassed or I'm going to feel really down. In this scenario, your first step here, whether you're a friendship coach or whatever it is that you do, it's going to be acknowledging what you're actually afraid of. Acknowledging that you're even afraid at all, right? Your next step is going to be feeling those feelings and letting them be present for you without judging. A good thing here to do is to notice where that fear is coming up in your body. Are you clenching your jaw? Are you having a bit of a headache? Are you tense in your body? Gradually, you start to, as you get those, those signals from your body, you quiet your thoughts so that your feelings can get louder. You start to just let those be and start to nurture yourself just a little bit more. Plan in some extra self-care, some extra rest, a little bit more fun. And you're going to practice responding to that fear with nurturing instead of responding to that fear with thinking thoughts that just lead to more fear. And what happens when you do that is you start to heal that pattern. You start to train your mind and your body to expect nurturing when those kinds of feelings come up and not spiraling into more fears and more thoughts. Okay? Okay. Moving on to tactic number two. Flip your mindset to allow for a wider range of possibilities other than just failure and success. Black and white thinking can really limit you in life and in business. And 
it's just not true that, you know, there's, there's failure on one side and there's success on the other. Just like gender exists on a spectrum and sexual orientation exists on a spectrum, so does failure and success. It's just more broad, okay? There's all sorts of possibilities in between those two. The reality is that the definition of success and failure that you're operating with right now, it may not even show the whole picture. Like, let's say you feel more successful sooner than you'd planned, or Maybe it's going to be that you readjust your goals to be further ahead if you actually reach your goals very quickly. I'm sure you can imagine some times in your business where the idea of success didn't play out exactly in the way you imagined, even if it still was perceived by you as overall a success. Trust that there is a gray area around what you've imagined for yourself, and it's broader than you initially thought. Because what is actually a failure or a mistake or a success is is very much in control because it's a matter of your perception. So for example here, let's say you're an embodiment guide and you're afraid to start on an email list because you don't think you're a good writer. And you're convinced that you're going to fail because of that and that's making you feel afraid. I want to tell you that if you can't imagine success for yourself at all, you need to run more scenarios. You need to look beyond the mainstream metrics of success, like having hundreds of people on your list or, uh, you know, you hear people say like they sold out their launch without even announcing it on social media and so on. Imagine instead what could happen for you all along the range of success and failure, like from failure all the way to success and everything in between, because there's more there. I promise there's more there than just it's going to flop or it's going to take off and be a huge success. There's possibilities for you that go beyond what you've already imagined as success. And there's possibilities all the way in between throughout that range. So take some time to really feel into those, just generate possibilities. Maybe you want to journal this, or you might want to talk it out or you know, send a voice memo to yourself, but there's more there than just it works and it didn't work at all. Tactic number three to help you handle the failure fixation pattern is to reframe your mistakes and your failures as learning opportunities. So often the reason these fears come up for us is because we've experienced them at some point in the past, right? When we're starting something new, our brain brings back an example of another time we started something new, even if it's completely different. And it reminds you our inner voice isn't always very nice it might be saying remember that time when you tried that and it didn't work like remember that let's not do that again so your brain is trying to keep you safe from that odds are as you are embarking on a new idea you might be thinking this is going to be exactly like that last time which is what was coming up for me with the podcast, right? I'll work through this here with you of, I'm going to use my trade show booth as an example. So to reframe my mistakes and my failures as learning opportunities, I have to take a wider view. I have to open my perspective. I have to think about what it is that I've learned from that since then, what information that gave me to be able to handle things better next time, or even to know what direction to go in next. For example, things that I learned were things like switching to a product-based business will not fix anything if I don't work on my foundations, because that's what I was doing at the time. 
I was moving from services only into products because I thought, oh, only product-based business owners are successful. The only way I'm going to be successful is is if I have products, which when I unpacked 80 boxes and repacked 80 boxes at the end of the day, obviously was, was not the whole story. Another thing that I can pick out as a learning lesson from that is to not skip the market research step. Even though it might be tempting, don't skip that. This is something I learned about myself in that of I need to see that what I'm offering is actually something that my audience wants and something that they think is more than just a good idea, something that they can see themselves using in their day to day and something that actually creates real impact for them. The benefit of reframing that experience is that now when I am confronting the failure fixation pattern again, I'm able to look back and say, okay, even if something does go wrong, even if it is a mistake or it is a failure, I will be able to reframe this as a learning opportunity. There's a key mindset switch of even if I make a mistake, I am committed to learning from it. Even if this fails, I'll have more information to do better next time. And I get to take that into everything else that I do as a business owner. And that is powerful. Something that I've done to reframe mistakes and and failures is journaling. This has helped me process past events that I've framed as, as mistakes and failures so that I can be better on my next attempt or be better in my next step. I would definitely recommend journaling on whatever past experiences are coming up for you. Challenge yourself to see what lessons you can find and what learning you've done since then to just make your brain a little bit more comfortable. Okay, that goes a long way. Lastly, learning what to say to yourself this time will help you next time this pattern comes up because let's be honest, it will come up again. So knowing what you do this time that helps you to move forward is key. So what that means is take notes as you go here. Take notes about what you're reframing. Take notes about what you're doing to nurture yourself. Think of all the things that you're telling yourself that are making you feel better and all the actions that you're taking that are improving your mood or improving your perception. Think about what it feels like to really feel the fear. That That's the tip that's going to give you the, the biggest success here, I think. What I recommend is dialoguing with yourself in your mind or on paper. We're going to do that live on the podcast now. This is the first in-episode experience. I'm going to model for you how that dialoguing works. It's up to you. You can choose to take the time now to engage in that dialogue, or you can come back to this exercise later. You can come back to it in the episode itself or inside the Cleary Club as a standalone meditation. Learning how to dialogue with yourself in a productive way is, is something that's going to serve you every time the failure fixation pattern comes up. So if you're going to engage in that exercise with us now, start to make yourself comfortable. If you've been multitasking up to this point, I see you, I get you, I am you, (laughs) but put that down or close that other tab. Try and start to focus your attention inwards. An easy way to do that is just to pause whatever you're doing with your hands and close your eyes. Start to just focus on your breath. Notice the sensations of breathing. Notice the sensations of any feelings that came up as you listen to this episode. 
and notice the sensations of fear that you're feeling in whichever part of business this pattern is coming up for you as right now. Take your time with this first question. Ask yourself, am I thinking or am I feeling my fear? If the answer is that you're thinking, give yourself grace. Each breath in is an opportunity to release some of those thoughts, let them go. And if you're feeling those fears, each breath is an opportunity to breathe into them, to become more comfortable with feeling them, to get more detailed about how they feel in your physical body. And just take another moment to settle into whatever your answer was whatever you're experiencing right now in this moment. The next question for your dialogue comes after the next inhalation and after your next exhalation. And ask yourself, how many different possibilities can I imagine that are greater than failure or success mistake or not. Allow your mind to wander as you start to imagine these different possibilities. With your eyes closed, look over to the left and see if there are other possibilities over there. Look to the right and search for more possibilities. Expand your possibilities and your perspective without even having to move a muscle. And start to bring yourself back with your breath, back into your body. Thanking your mind for that imagination. And flow into the third question. If this does turn out to be a mistake or a failure, what will I learn? Notice if any resistance has come up in your body. Notice if there are any sensations calling for your attention. Notice if you've gotten distracted or off track. And if you feel comfortable in this moment, place your palm on your forehead, feeling the sensation, feeling the pressure, the weight, the feeling of contact. Allow the warmth of your hand to help you relax your forehead. Relax the rest of your facial muscles. And release the thoughts that have come up. And float your hand back down to your lap. And come back to your breath. 
start to lengthen that pattern of breathing, taking a little bit longer on the next inhale, and being even more patient with yourself on the next exhale. And when you're ready to come out of this experience, start to invite some movement into your hands and feet. Come back to the space and keep this sensation, this feeling of openness, this feeling of connection with yourself as you listen for the action steps that I'll recap for you from this episode. Step one is to feel the fear, even when it's hard. It has to be done. You tried meditation today to help you with this. You might also try movement. Step two. Expand your thinking on what constitutes a mistake or a failure or a success. Look for evidence in your own business and from other entrepreneurs. Number three, reframe past mistakes and failures into learning opportunities. Get creative. And lastly, dialogue with yourself. Ask yourself these questions, listen for the answers. You can come back to this practice whenever you need it. It's live inside the Cleary Club for you to download, which you can sign up for free at clearcourtscreative.co slash podcast. You are capable of beginning to nurture and heal this failure fixation. You will get better and better over time. Your practice will pay off. And you'll find that it comes up less and less. And when it does, it comes up less intensely every time. And that's the goal. Even though we may not be rid of this fear completely, we can learn to manage it. You can learn to embrace that instead of resisting quite so much when it comes up again. Your last next step is to share with someone who has experienced this pattern. And bonus points, make this a point of connection. Be vulnerable. Enter into dialogue with another entrepreneur. Start a real conversation. You will feel better. They will feel better. And you'll have grown your awareness. Thank you for listening to the Aligned Action Podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take the first step to turn your ideas and insights into income. For one-on-one guidance and done-for-you solutions, visit clearquartzcreative.co to see how we can work together. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show. Each review helps me to help more entrepreneurs like you dig deeper and get crystal clear. Until next week, remember, you're a gem. Every intention you set and every action you take is an expression of being the brilliant business owner you already are. 